One half down, one half to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. The UCCU smart decisions of the game and a really smart decision was the uh, trick play in the first half, Mark, as on a double throw, the, uh, the lateral to Aleva Hifo from Tanner Mangum, and then Hifo just floats it into the arms yeah. of a wide-open Moroni Laulu Tau for the touchdown, and for MLP, that's touchdown number four on his BYU career. Boy, it worked beautifully, didn't it? And uh, when they work, they're just so awesome. Uh, it's pretty interesting, Greg, that uh, BYU is uh, two of four on third-down conversions. Only four third-down conversions in the first half. And Wisconsin, two for six. They only had six. So uh, that's pretty interesting that uh, teams aren't getting into third down situations very much with the number of plays. BYU ran 28 plays, Wisconsin's 32. Of course, the one third down that will resonate most from the first half is third and 19 for Wisconsin. They got 18 of the 19 originally. They spotted them as a first down. They backed it off after the spot, after the review, to one yard short. But on fourth and one, you've got Jonathan Taylor, and he got two. And then they scored the touchdown on that drive. So giving up 18 yards on third and 19 was uh, was the key play, at least from a defensive standpoint, for BYU in the first half. So defend that, to, to defend that, I really think you've got to keep some linebackers at that uh, seven to ten yard area to uh, help on that kind of a screen pass, that crossing route. So that's what happened to Colley when he caught his. He wasn't able to elude that first defender in the shallow zone and couldn't get out there to the edge where he had his blockers. Well, BYU could have been riding a massive wave of momentum yeah, if Dallin Halker had held in, pa- in a pass inside the five-yard line. would have been first and goal from the three. If you score, you're up 21-7 and guaranteed to lead at halftime. And BYU, Mark, has still not lost a game in the Kalani Satake era when leading at halftime. So the halftime lead's been everything for BYU. When you can get it, and they should have had it and lost it on the drop, and then followed by the field goal miss, which still could have kept you leading at halftime, and that was missed, and then the long drive, including the third. So a lot of things in the very last few minutes took that momentum away. Can the Cougars grab it back as we begin half number two on the second half kickoff? From Hintz, it'll be a touchback, and BYU from the 25-yard line. So... Again, momentum lost. Now the attempt is to regain it on offensive possession number one here in half number two. And still remarkable that Kalani is 10-0 when taking the lead to the locker room. And BYU could have expected to have a lead at the break. But we are tied. And you know what? You're playing the nation's sixth-ranked team. Yeah. And you're starting square with 30 minutes. Let's go play. That's right. And, uh, you know, as far as the test goes, well, BYU is passing the test to be even with Wisconsin at halftime. Squally Canada. Little dinged, but starting half number two in the backfield. Two receivers right, single wide, short side left. They motion that receiver, Dylan Colley. Fake fly sweep, boot for Tanner. Tanner throws to Dylan. Dylan at the near sideline. Makes a man miss. Does a little U-turn. Goes upfield for an additional three yards. Gets the gain of three total. Yeah. So second and seven as the tackle is made by Madison Cohn for Wisconsin. Well, Dylan did a great job because he caught the ball right at the line of scrimmage. And trailing uh, there was a tackler trailing him for him to reverse his direction and be able to pick up any yards on that was really commendable also commendable the job BYU is doing on rush defense Wisconsin averaging 325 a game less than 100 in the first half offset eye Holker and Canada no Braden Elbakri he's hurt no Butch Pau'u he's hurt they motion Collie 
They give fly sweep to Dillon. Yeah. Dillon's wrapped up after no gain on the play. Coming from the left side to the right side of the formation. Ryan Connolly the tackle. Big third down early in quarter number three. Third down and seven. And as Mark, as you know, to BYU's Hanley had only four third down attempts. So they don't get the third down too frequently today, which is a sign of efficiency. The two of four on third downs. They bring out Colley, bring out Shumway, bring out Holker and go with third and seven. A minute gone here in quarter number three. Oh. Milne and Hifo and Romney are the receivers in the set. A flex tight MLP is also out there. The single back is Canada to the right hip of Mangum. Shotgun on third and seven at the BYU 28. Wisconsin blitzing. Coming in hard on Tanner. They wrap him up. He escapes. Runs to the right. Throws well on the run. A man is open, but it's underthrown, and it's incomplete. Oh, he had Moroni downfield, but his momentum had been lost, and he couldn't get all of it he wanted, and he gets up hobbled. Tanner Mangum is jogging off, but must have dinged something, maybe rolling an ankle a bit. He got up slow and now jogs off on an incompletion. BYU three and out to start half number two. The Boy. blitz put heat on Tanner, ran out to the right, and was just being tripped up as he threw. So yeah. lost the strength on the arm and couldn't yeah. get the ball to the open receiver. He just couldn't get his weight under him to make that throw. It was pretty good for him to be able to see him open downfield. But uh, the first, he just... Lost his balance coming off that first tackler. They've changed the punt returner for Wisconsin to Danny Davis. This is the best punt of the day by far by Almond. Davis makes the catch. First guy clips his heels, the other three, then finish him off at the 22 23 yard line. First and 10, Wisconsin. So BYU, which was in the neighborhood of putting a two touchdown lead on Wisconsin, now finds itself in a tie game with Wisconsin and has gone three and out on the first offensive possession of half number two. So First Badger possession, 13-28 to go in the third quarter, and 14-14 in mark in the second half is when Wisconsin's really gone to work on people, especially last week yeah. against New Mexico. That was a tight game in the third, and it ends up being a blowout. And they score a ton of points in the fourth quarter also. So they are a second-half team, but, uh, boy, that, that play that Tanner just did was a pretty good athletic move but didn't get the ball there. Deep handoff. Jonathan Taylor got the lean forward. He bumper cars his way forward for three after taking contact at the line of scrimmage. Meti Talia Uli with the tackle for BYU. Second and seven. Give Taylor three as we track his rushing day. It's up to 15 carries. 73 yards. So the one of the troubling things in that first possession, Wisconsin defended the fly sweep really well that time, and that's been the bread and butter for BYU. Hornybrook under center. Taylor's the lone running back in the set. Hand off JT. JT feeling his oh, way man. forward. And <laughs> Lee gets him around the ankles as he gets out to the 30-yard line running middle for a gain of four. Third down and three coming up for the Badgers on their first possession of half number two. We'll see what BYU calls defensively here. We'll see if it's a UCCU smart decision brought to you by... Utah Community Credit Union, helping people make smart financial decisions every day. Walk in a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. Wisconsin, two of six on third downs, Mark. Taylor was so patient to just wait for his lineman to push people around and just walked up through the line. So third down and three for the Badgers. All between the hashes. Right to left come Wisconsin. It's a deep drop on the third and three from Hornybrook. He fires it. Intercepted! Zane Anderson steps in front and picks it off, and the Cougars back in business inside the Wisconsin 35. Big play from the Zane train. Boy, it looked like he was open, and the ball was just slightly underthrown from Hornibrook, and so that's what allowed Zane Anderson to come underneath and make that interception. Unfortunately, two guys get to him in a hurry, or he would have been to the pay dirt. 
His third career interception, first of this season. Now, BYU Mark has to improve the efficiency inside the 35. In their last six trips, two or beyond the 35, only one, or their two touchdown and three scores total. So three scoreless trips from the 35 and in. You can't go scoreless. With 12.05 to go in the third in a tie football game. BYU, first and 10. Wisconsin, 27. Handoff Squally. Squally gets past the first two on rushing defenders and fashions a nice gain of six to the 21-yard line. Ryan Connolly makes the tackle. That's a great first down yeah. game for Squally. Good good get on first down. And uh, again, that's that kind of look like you're going to go wide and then give it back to Squally, and he's got a nice opening to get through. It took a yard off the spot, setting up second and five from the 22. Need to get to the 17 to move the chains. Shumway. Wide left, Hefo wide right. Offset eye behind Mangum under center. Tight end to the right side is MLP. They motion Hefo. Fake fly sweep. Setting to throw Tanner. Tanner throws for the end zone. He's got a man open. It's just beyond the outstretched arms of Tal- of uh, Dallin Holker. Holker went out to the far side. And it was Holker, the man in the end zone. It goes to third and five. I don't know if Holker saw that football because... Uh... He was in position to accelerate to make that catch, to, in my opinion. I thought the ball was, he did a great job to give him a chance, throw it out there in front. His arm gets hit just as he delivers, and I thought Holker didn't see the ball well enough to make that aggressive rush to catch it. BYU 2 of 5 on third downs, third and 5, empty for Manga. Three wide receivers to the wide side, his right. Two to the short, his left. Snap Mangum. Throw far side. Catch made. First down. Spin away once and twice by Hefo. 10-5 and first and goal. Aleva Hefo with a big gainer on third and five. Pirouetting once and twice to lose tacklers to set up first and goal. <laughs> oh, man. You got me all pumped up, Greg. Uh, he was right at the first down marker when he made that catch, so he had to make a move to get the first down, and he slides right out of that tackle, and then the second guy comes, and he wheels out of that one, too. Boy, that's a great run by Hefo to get him down to the five. Just inside the five. Hefo and Kali to the left. Fullback tight end and true tight to the right. Tanner under center. Squally the tail. First and goal. Cougars in a tie game. They motion Hefo. Fake fly sweep. Give Squally. Squally runs into traffic at the line of scrimmage. He's pushed back after a minimal gain. It'll be second and goal from just inside the five. There's too Never many. Going. Too many red shirts on making that tackle and too many white shirts still on their feet. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Second and goal Cougars. They actually move it back a football length to the five-yard line. Far hash. The left hash as Mangum sees it. Mangum and the Cougars going left to right as we see it and you hear it. Romney wide left. Kali and Milne to the wide right. Tanner shotgun with Squally to his right hip. Snap Mangum, a sprint out to the right, sets, steps up, double clutch, throws back in the end zone. It's caught in the back of the end zone. Oh. No, and see, he's out. Dax Milne made the reception, the back line. Living on the field as if the ball was caught out of bounds. Third down. Boy, it, it has to be in the red. Certainly, uh, I thought his right foot was down. He was toe-tapping at the back line. They've got to look at and it. They're, they're, they're going to get a look at it, and then the question is, will they signal down? They need another look at it. Dax Milne was the target. Oh, man, and he was there, too. Uh, he did a nice job of Tanner making the fake. Aren't they going to look at it? Didn't get the toe in. We just saw it. It was out by two inches. Shotgun to Mangum on third and goal from the five. Single wide left. Two wides to the right. 
Tanner with a quick fire, and it is low, and it's incomplete. A flag flies. It's his P.I. over the back on Milne. Defensive back on the back of Milne. And that may be Fayon Hicks, number 20, with a P.I. If so, it'll be at the two-yard line, first and goal for BYU. It was, a it, low, over, it was a low throw in the end zone, incomplete, and the flag Pass flew. interference by number 20 of the defense. The ball will be placed at the two-yard line, and it's a first down. So the Cougars move the ball on the penalty. A gain of three to the two, first and goal for BYU. 9.57 to go in the third quarter of a 14-14 game. BYU playing at the number six team in the country. Looking for their first top ten wins since beating Oklahoma to open the 2009 season. Mangum's under center. Squally Canada alone setback. Tight formation on either side. In motion, Hifo. He reverses course. They give Squally. Squally middle and right into the end zone for the touchdown. Lowers his helmet. Drives those pads past the plane. And the Cougars take the lead 20-14 with the PAT pending. Two really good things happen, Greg. Uh, One is the defense gets a turnover in good field position for the offense, and then the offense is able to score a touchdown following that turnover. Squally's 13th career touchdown, second of this day, second multiple touchdown day of the season for Squally and Skyler Southamon to make it 21-14. Snap by Harris, hold by Fowler, kick on its way, and good from Skyler Southamon. Timeout on the field, touchdown on the field, 21-14. BYU takes a seven-point lead over the Wisconsin Badgers. That was a 27-yard drive set up by the Zane Anderson interception. Six plays and 2-11 off the clock. Squally Canada in from two, and the Cougars up seven on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, Nissan knows game day. It's all about the game-winning drive. So Rogue has the available technologies that will help make the day's best drive getting to the stadium. Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons upstairs. Our third man in the booth is Nate Mickle. Down on the field is Mitchell Jurgens. Let's bring back in Nate for a couple thoughts on what he's seen through a two quarters of play and five minutes of a third. Nate. And you come into an atmosphere like this and go toe-to-toe with such a good physical team in Wisconsin. I've been really impressed with the play calling, guys. Mark's talked about the fly sweep action that's confusing the Wisconsin defense. And then the creativity, you know, the double pass. We've not seen a successful double pass in a long time. And then when you have to just punch it in, you get down there on the five-yard line, give it to Squally and go score. So really impressed with the way BYU's been playing today. Let's hear from Nate's replacement, Mitchell Jurgens, down on field level. Mitch, what do you like about BYU leading 21-14? to The fact that BYU leads 21-14 is pretty good, but what else are you seeing? Yeah, coming, coming into that last drive uh, or coming into this game, one of the things I was looking for was how well BYU was going to respond after a turnover. And that was, you know, the perfect way to respond. Got seven points on the board. And the Cougars are coming out strong. Cougars kicking off, leading it by seven. 9.54 to go in the third quarter. BYU with Squally Canada scoring for the second time today. First score in the second half is put up by the boys in blue. Aaron Crookshank is back to return as Mickelson kicks off from left to right. End over ender. And from the four-yard line comes Crookshank. Outside the far hash, 20-23, Riggs-Powell lit him up right there. Riggs-Powell receives the congratulation of his... That's one where you know exactly who made the play. 44 went just flying in there and stood up Crookshank at the 24-yard line. Wisconsin first and 10. 
Yeah, it was a loud pop from down here. Um, Riggs is a guy, you know, walk-on. So it's good to see, you know, walk-ons make big plays like that and, and see the team rally around them. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in the business. They go eyebacks. Taylor is the tail. Receives the handoff coming left. Austin Lee stands him up, and his teammates join the fray to stop that run after a gain of just a couple, maybe three, to the 27-yard line. Second and seven, fourth coming for the Badgers, who trail here at home. 21 to 14, 9.30 to go in quarter number three. Yeah, I thought Taki Taki was in that pile too, wasn't he? I like that uh, Corbin Kafusi helps him up and pats him on the head because he's about a foot taller than John, than Taylor. Hornybrook so. in gun now on second and seven. Left hip is Groshek. A short drop, a throw near flat Groshek. Spins off one tackle and... Michael Shelton is mad at himself because he hit him and didn't drop him. And off the hit, he spun for two or three yards to the 31. So it's a third down and three coming up for Wisconsin here on this yeah, mid-quarter possession here in the third. Shelton puts a shoulder into him, but he was already rotating out of there. So his momentum took him, uh, didn't, you know, didn't drive into him enough to take him down. Got to wrap up. Okay, third and three. They go shotgun and no... Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. He's done this a few times today. Quizzically, I thought on shorts where he, I think it's Taylor time, but they've gone a different direction. Hornybrook in a pocket that's clean. Throws complete for the first down. Goes down and goes out. Does Ferguson. The tight end makes the catch to the 48. It's a big gainer for Wisconsin. They move the chains on third down. Well covered by Anderson, but here's the, the case where that uh, tight end's bigger and he's a step in front of the defender. So the ball comes up there at shoulder pad level, up there high where the defender being smaller isn't able to get up and defend that pass. Now to the eye and a tight eye. Taiwan Deal and Alec Ingold behind Hornybrook under center. Wide to either side. Play action. Pressured from Kafusi. Couldn't drop Hornybrook in the back. Who loads up and fires near side behind the receiver incomplete. He threw behind the tight end Kyle Penniston. So Corbin Kafusi almost got the quarterback, and then Penniston almost got the football, but it was thrown behind him by Hornybrook, who's having just an okay day is yeah. all today. Nine for 15, a buck 01, and one pick with a passer rating of 103.2, a far cry from his passer rating of 288 in Provo last year. 7.56 to go in the third quarter, almost halfway through quarter number three. BYU's lead is seven at 21 to 14 at the nation's number six team, the Wisconsin Badgers. The Badgers last lost at home to a non-conference team 15 years and two days ago. Under center, Hornybrook. Taylor of the setback. And off JT 23. Not going anywhere on second and 10. Dropped it. The line of scrimmage by Corbin Kafusi for no gain. Third and 10, Wisconsin. As they platoon personnel. And Taylor's coming out on third and 10. He's not a good pass catcher, right? They just don't throw him the football. So I think that's one of the reasons they bring him out. Kafusi's made two plays in a row. 48-yard line of Wisconsin. Third down and 10. Massive down for the BYU defense here. We're just over halfway through quarter number three. Can the offense get the ball back right here with momentum? Hornybrook on a three-step. Sets his feet. Throws underneath. The catch is made. Short of the line. Driving, driving, and a finishing a yard short. But he caught the ball. Almost line of scrimmage. Ultimately made it nine yards downfield. It was Groshek on the reception. He stopped. Sets up a fourth and one. But a third and 19 became fourth and one, and now a third and 10 becomes fourth and one. Yeah, he got, he just got too many yards after the catch for that uh, check down. 
they uh, BYU and they just pushed all the receivers deep downfield anticipating that their fullback could make a yard Wisconsin going forward on fourth and one from the BYU 43 Taylor the lone tail tight formation strength left handoff Taylor first down Wisconsin Mark those are two big third downs on defense, which the defense just gave up two too many, many yards. Third and 19, they gave up 18. Third and 10, they gave up nine. And the very next play is converted. Check down route underneath, and those two linebackers converge. And they just have to be able to get to those legs and hit him solidly enough to take him down at the point where he catches it. 41-yard line of BYU. First and 10, Wisconsin. Handfuls of moments and plays make football games. BYU trying to stage a massive upset. Just a couple of moments where just a little bit too much got done on third down against them as Taylor takes the handoff middle for six. That pile pushed for the final three of the six. Under six to go in the third quarter. BYU 21, Wisconsin 14. Already under six? This is the second. Oh, no, it's the third possession. Yeah, Wisconsin had that short possession and threw the interception. From the 35 of BYU, second down and four. 5.40 to go in the third quarter. Cougars 21, Wisconsin 14. Two touchdowns scored by Squally Canada. One from Moroni Laulupututau on the trick play. Wisconsin runs fly sweep. Doesn't hand off to the motion man. The give is middle to Taiwan Deal on second and four. Gain of one. Third and three coming up. Yeah, and he squirms and squirms. It's a little bit more out of it. Uh, that's the thing is that these Wisconsin backs just always get that lean at the end of the tackle. And that lean uh, is what's helping them to get the just enough yardage to make these first downs. Sione Taki Taki the tackle. We all agree that nobody likes spiders, ants, mice, or frankly any other pests. Well, Edge gets rid of all of that. They create a clean, safe, and pest-free environment for you and your family. Third down, long two for Wisconsin. 4.52 to go in the third. They're at the BYU 33. The handoff goes to Jonathan Taylor. Tripped up and short of it. It was Taiwan Deal on the handoff. And Kafusi got into the backfield to be a yard shy. So on third and two, gain of just one. So used to seeing Taylor in there on most every down. And they've been playing Deal more than most. Now JT, 23 in. checks in. Fourth and one again. They've converted on two fourth and ones already well, here today. Two I if think not three. I think Wisconsin's going to make the play fake and try and go for the home run. Do they trust Tony Brook to do it? He's 10 for 16 today for a buck 10 and a pick. Fourth and one, another one. They've converted two fourth and ones. This is from the BYU 32. And oh, there's movement. Is it a false start, Wisconsin? It is. It'll go to fourth and six. A false start by number 49 of the offense. It's a five-yard penalty, and it's still fourth down. Fourth penalty against Wisconsin. And yet, now comes the wide receiver crew. The offense stays on the field. So, looking, and the Gaglianoni's good from this, actually. He's got 350 yarders plus in his career, and this would be a 54. It's at the outside edge, but it's within his range. He was booming him from 60 in pregame. And yet, offense goes for it. Fourth and six. Now this becomes the biggest defensive down of the day for six BYU. Seconds. Fourth and six for the Badgers at the BYU 37. Ball between the hashes. Shotgun snap, Hornybrook. He takes his drop. Lefty fires and behind the intended receiver incomplete. BYU takes over on downs. Yeah, he, he misses. A, I don't know which receiver he was going to. He had two receivers out there. One on the outside part of the hash and one on the inside part of the hash. 
and he threw it in between them. We'll take a break. BYU holds on fourth and six. They get the ball back with a seven-point lead. It's BYU 21, number six, Wisconsin 14 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Number 17, Boise State on the road at number 24, Oklahoma Cowboys, leading the Broncos 20-14, seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Back out to Wisconsin and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Chef, thank you. 3.41 to go in the third quarter of play. BYU 21, number 6, Wisconsin 14. BYU football is brought to you in part by Ken Garf. At Ken Garf Honda in Orem, buying a car is always a win. Visit their showroom on University Parkway or visit KenGarfHondaOrem.com for the latest deals. We hear you. BYU, its last win over a ranked team, came over number 20 Boise State in 2015. The game-winning touchdown of that game was caught by our guy, Mitchell Jurgens. Yeah. We'll talk about that game with Mitch here in a bit. Tanner Mangum under center. Squally Canada, the lone set. On first and 10 from the BYU 37, following a fourth and six turnover on downs by Wisconsin. Collie motions, reverses motion as they give to Squally. Squally not much doing, no gain on the play as the BYU helmet is knocked loose. And Moroni Laulu Pututau will check out of the game for a play. Mitchell Jurgens' last ranked win for BYU was that Boise team in 2015. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I would have expected there were a couple other wins uh, after that, but yeah, pretty cool. Uh, it was an awesome game, and uh, yeah, I was just happy to be a part of it. Squally Canada checks out. Riley Burt, who I think was snapless until today, has been in on a number of plays today and is in on second down at 12. They actually gave Squally a loss of two on that. Yeah, they huh. did. <clears throat> Didn't look like it. They go empty for Mangum. Trips left. Two wide receivers to the right, including Burt, who then motions, and they give it to Riley on fly sweep. Runs through a backfield tackle, but can't get much farther upfield than a yard. It'll be third down and 11. So... So his first possession since the turnover on downs not going terribly well for BYU as Isaiah Loudermilk makes the tackle for the Badgers. So that's what they're doing to defend that uh, fly sweep now. They're taking that end man on the line and shooting him straight across the field. So if the fly sweep's coming your way, he gets wider and then accelerates across the field, and that's stopping any progress that that fly sweep can make. Third and 11 Cougars. Fans the loudest they've been in a long time here at Camp Randall. From the Cougars, 36. Mangum on a sprint to the right. Slaps the ball. Throws downfield. Romney is there, and it's batted away. Pass breakup by Fayon Hicks, who was right with Gunnar Romney. That was not going to be an easy yeah. pass to complete, the where it was thrown and how it was thrown. Shumway on the post pattern. He was defended extremely well, too. A guy running stride for stride with him. So the best shot he had was Squally Canada in the middle of the field, and it wouldn't have gotten the first. Yeah, Gunner, Gunner on that route, he's got to do a, uh, a little bit better of a job keeping that line and not going so close to the sideline. I think he just got in a bad position and couldn't make a play on the ball. Rhett Allman to punt away from left to right as we see it, and you hear it fourth and 11 in the BYU 36. Great kick. Spirals it deep downfield. Fair catch called for the 16-yard line by Jack Dunn. Well done by Red Allman. Timeout on the field, so we'll take it. 2.14 to go in quarter. Number three, BYU nursing a seven-point lead. Cougars 21, number six, Badgers 14 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
2.14 to go in quarter number three. It is BYU 21 and the sixth-ranked team in the country, Wisconsin. 14, the Cougars have taken the lead on a squally Canada touchdown here in quarter number three. BYU football presented in part by the Pizza Factory with convenient locations in Provo, Linden, and Spanish Fork. The Pizza Factory is the perfect place for your next pregame or postgame meal. The Pizza Factory made by locals, loved by locals. First and ten Badgers set their own 18-yard line after a nice punt from Rhett Almond. That last punt, 50 yards. Both teams really slugging it out, Greg. Uh, there haven't been many long ball attempts in this football game. Everything's been uh, pretty much uh, in that neighborhood of 15 yards. And everything's been the run attack and set up the pass off the run. BYU nearing 150 yards in rushing today. And since 2005, BYU's win rate at 150-plus, pretty high. 73-15 and 15 is the record when they lead for a buck 50 or more. And they're doing well against pretty stout Wisconsin team. 139-119 to 119 rush. The pass yard's almost dead even. 110 Wisconsin, 109. BYU's scoreboard, plus 7 Cougars. Ibacks for Hornybrook. He's got Ingold and Taylor behind him. A toss right to Taylor. And Taylor is strung out and ultimately gang-tackled. Adam Pulsifer among three players in to stop him short of the far sideline. Gain of one and player down. Another one for BYU. Diane Gumwalik, who's already left the game injured. And now another Cougar defender is down. And that appears to be Isaiah Heron. The redshirt freshman corner has his helmet off. He's rolled to his knees, but he's banged up. This has been a game in which a number of players for BYU have left the, in- the game injured. Some to return and some yet to do so. And Diane Gumwalik, who I guess would be one of those guys, Mitchell Jurgens. Mitch, uh, Diane left and has not come back as far as I know, right? Yeah, the last report that I got is he's still being evaluated for his left ankle. He's got it taped up uh, pretty good, and so, yeah, still waiting on status on whether he's going to return or not. Thank you, Mitch. That's Mitchell Jurgens, uh, the guy who preceded Mitchell on our broadcast for many seasons. Nate Nicholas with us here in the broadcast booth, and Nate, an interested observer, coming up from South Bend for this one. Great to have Nate back in the booth with us. We check in with you periodically, Nate, for your thoughts. So what are you seeing that we're not up here tonight? Well, I don't know if, uh, if you're not seeing it, but what is, has me encouraged right now is BYU has guys making plays. So you got Zane Anderson with the big pick. you got Aleva Hefo making catches, making guys miss, get first downs. And Tanner Mangum playing a smart, solid game today. I think he's managing it well. He's making good throws. Haven't really seen any bad throws from Tanner today. So uh, just pleased with the way the guys are stepping up and making plays. Is it just my imagination, or is your beard a little thicker since you've left BYU? <laughs> I'm going to go for a year. I think I can make it a year. Uh, some people have beard blindness. Uh, we just don't even notice. But my beard's to the point now where most people are not blind to this beard. It yeah. makes you look really smart, though, for the Notre Dame job. That's what we're going for. <laughs> <Very> professorial. <laughs> Second and nine Badgers at their own 19-yard line. 155 to go in the third quarter. Hornybrook hands off to Garrett Groshek coming to the near side. Runs out of a tackle. That gets him the first down. And down the sideline. Good blocking for the Badgers. And Groshek springs a big one. And that shouldn't have been that big a run, but it was. Boy, he just went to a guy, made him miss, went to the next guy, got a block, went up to the next guy, pushed out of bounds. Every, you know, each guy along the line, something good happened for Groshek to keep that feet going and a big gainer. The longest gain of the day is Garrett Groshek for 31 Right at midfield. 90 seconds to go in the third quarter. Wisconsin driving now to the 50, as Mark notes. The ball right at the midfield mark. Handoff 
Middle busted out. Oh, missed tackle again. Gain of three or four to the near side. Extra yards after BYU players are making contact, Mark. Man, I'll say, uh, but Groshek must be a bull. Uh, back to back, so he just ran 30-something yards. Seems like he'd be a little fatigued, but he still took on each of those blockers right at the line of scrimmage, was able to step out of tackles and use those shoulder pads as, like, weapons to defend any tackler from hitting him. Gain of three. Second and seven, Badgers. In the final 45 seconds of quarter number three. Look for the slant. At the 47 of BYU ball left hash. Shotgun to Hornybrook. No pressure. Has room to the right. Rolling out to the right. Flag flies. Will it be holding as it's complete downfield to the 35? But that flag appears to be one of those that would go against the team blocking for Alex Hornybrook and probably holding for Hornybrook. Holding by number 79 of the offense. It's a 10-yard penalty, and it's still second down. So the Badgers go off schedule to second and 17, penalty number five against the home side. 34 seconds to go in the third. BYU 21, number six, Wisconsin 14. The ball back into Wisconsin territory to the 43 of the Badgers. So BYU's been blessed with now some good fortune. But we've seen long distances to gain get made up in a hurry. This is a second and 17. It would be massive for BYU to get the ball back with no damage done here at the end of this third quarter, leading it by seven. Groshek is the fullback to the left hip of Hornybrook. Settles in a clean pocket and throws near side. Complete Danny Davis wrapped up immediately and dropped by Sione Takitaki. It will set up a third down and seven. They got ten back on the second and 17. Third and seven, and the quarter ends. So BYU will take a lead into the fourth. 21-14 to 14 is our score here at Camp Randall Stadium. Cougars lead the sixth-ranked Badgers on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.